Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Tanya Holcomb, and I'm grateful that you're joining me on a journey to honor your story, reclaim your power, and answer your soul's call for greatness. With conversations on self-love, true nourishment, and natural healing, featuring transformative stories of divine intervention, unshakable faith, and living life untethered, you'll be inspired and motivated to release what no longer serves you, pursue what you truly desire, and trust your path. No, it is no accident that you've arrived here. You seek truth, activation, and empowerment. Your seeking led you to exactly where you need to be. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. I'm recording this podcast today from the oh-so-very-magical Munising, Michigan. I've been here, I don't know, six days or so, and my nervous system is feeling so zen and balanced. I've hiked every day, uh, sometimes two times a day, and have spent every moment in nature making memories with my guys, my in-laws, and having some serious epic moments with my soul. The ideas are flowing again. My creative juices are rolling. It's just astonishing to me how every time just being in nature is truly that ultimate reset button. When I left, I was feeling so not myself. I had got caught up with trying to get all the things that needed to be done before I left off my list. And this included, you know, from serving clients to getting caught up on all the programs. And of course, because I'm leaving, right, there's that additional uh, urgent care needs and, you know, all of that, plus doing my homesteading work, getting, uh, you know, harvesting the garden, preserving the food, uh, getting the house, you know, in a good place for us to leave, getting packed for two weeks. You know, we've never left our home for two weeks before as a family. And so, and I'm not a good packer, you guys, like that is not my, my gift whatsoever. I am not, um, you know, I wish I was a little bit, I am just not like a great, like organizer. Okay. My team, on the other hand, they're phenomenal at that. I leave that to them, but I don't have somebody in my life to organize and pack for me and get me ready for vacation. And so it, it was just all of it so overwhelming. And then to think about, you know, uh, obviously we're very picky about the food that we eat. And so making sure that I have enough of those resources on hand so that way we don't get ourselves stuck in a place where, you know, I need to compromise with the way that we eat. And so just all of that prepping and, you know, packing enough of the raw food, the raw dog food and, um, you know, having enough of our raw milk and having enough eggs on hand for two weeks, just like all that stuff. Right. So it was like a couple of weeks before leaving that I obviously was in hustle and I found myself just so out of balance. It was too much doing and not enough allowing or flowing. 
So on Friday when we left, I was to the point where I was having difficulty thinking. I felt extremely irritable. I was beyond exhausted. My lymphatic system was taxed. I felt burnt out like I wanted to quit. I just wanted to say F it to all of it and just be done. And that's so hilarious because I'm living my dream life. Like my life is my dream life right now. And so to be... To recognize that I was in this state just is mind-blowing, right? Um, But it certainly can happen to any of us when we get caught up, which we're also trained to do, in that masculine energy. Because when we start tapping into that and we we start disconnecting from our higher self. So even though, yes, I was still journaling, I was still doing the bare minimum, but I needed to do so much more to compensate from all the doing that I was doing. Um, so here's, here's a little PS for you all. Uh, the more you serve, the more space you have to create for yourself to downshift. This is the paradox because you can't push harder without giving yourself more. In other words, you have to, it is essential keep your cup full. If it empties and you keep going, you are stepping into danger zone. So uh, this is especially true for any of you who are, who are, you know, in a similar field of work. Like if you are giving, if you are showing up to others, if you are coaching, if you are, you know, helping to, you know, help others get to their best self, my goodness, you have to give yourself so much more because it's a lot. So anyway, here I was getting caught up, you know, thinking like, okay, I'm, I'm still taking care of myself. But again, you have to do so much more <laughs> when you're doing all that doing. Um, and when this happens, it's such an indicator that like when you find yourself just like feeling resentful, feeling angry, feeling like, ah, right? It's such an indicator that you are all up in that sticky, icky energy. And nature is the perfect medicine that allows us to reset our vibes and tap back into that harmonic state. But before all the zenness that I'm feeling now, it was a bit of a rough start. Uh, the trip itself here took nine hours with the stops that we needed to make. We were exhausted from the start, and then the travel certainly compounded that exhaustion. We get to our destination close to midnight. We had very little sleep, and this led to a rather intense morning with my kiddo. Remember when we talked about the state of coherence? We have the power to set that coherent state for our family. But if we are not in that state, there is no one to tap into to get into that harmonic state. So I wasn't in a healthy state. Therefore, my chaos is going to lead to more chaos, right? So if I'm not in a healthy state, he's not going to be in a healthy state. My husband's going to be like, what, you know, what's going on? (laughs) You know, where's the energy that I'm used to? Um, Our kiddos truly feed off our energy. So I had very little capacity to show up to his outburst with that neutrality and compassion. Instead, I lost my shit. Okay. Our kiddos, if we allow them, can so easily, depending on our capacity, trigger our child brain. 
right? This is what activates the yelling, the threatening, the bartering, the stupid things that we say or do in the midst of parenting. And certainly a lot of this depends on how we as adults have chose to heal our wounds, have chose to heal our our childhood. And if we have chosen to expand our toolkit as parents, because most of us, um, unless we decided to do this work, right, are working from the tools that we were raised. And those are likely not good tools to work with. Okay, there are other ways. And, you know, I know my child and I'm learning so much more about him. And it's so fascinating to me. And this is a whole um, a whole nother podcast series on really understanding who your children are so you can help raise them um, from that place of neutrality and compassion. But I, again, my cup was depleted. I didn't have capacity. I got triggered into my childlike brain, okay, that middle brain. And I reacted to his meltdown with my own meltdown, Okay, I started relying on tools that I know do not work for my child, right? Threatening does not work for my child. Saying like, if you don't, you know, knock this off, we're going to go home. That's just going to exasperate the issue. It's going to blow things up and that is going to make things even, you know, just spiral, really. Um, So I, I know the things not to do. But again, I didn't have the capacity. I wasn't in a healthy state. And that's not fair to him at all. But this is what happened. And so the whole moment of this spiral, right? That little white angel, (laughs) Essence, uh, here on my shoulder was like, hello, uh, can you reach for a higher truth? How about you flex those perception muscles? Can you get neutral? How about you cleanse this situation with ho'oponono? How about you walk away from the situation? How about you put yourself in a timeout? Sister, breathe, right? But my middle brain was so activated and my sympathetic nervous system was like on fire and I was ready for that fight. Yelling is an instant vibration drop. You tap into yelling, you feel yourself lower. You are lowering the entire vibration of the container. It serves no one. It takes everybody to a lower place. And as someone who y'all know (laughs) works so hard to protect my vibration, Uh, I naturally work so hard to not allow my ego to take over or my middle brain to run the show, but it happened. And I felt so gross and so guilty about it. Here we are finally on vacation. We've all been looking forward to this for months and we are in Meltdown City. And this was only for a moment, you guys, but it felt like an eternity. It felt so heavy, so hard, so taxing, all those things. So after the fits, you know, we worked it out, we hugged, we loved it out, we cuddled and we took a nap and that nap was, uh, you know, restorative and healing and all the things and we proceeded to then have a great day. But I didn't have room to process that myself. You know, I, I, I just went from that to then, you know, moving on to continuing to unpack, to continuing to set up, continuing to, you know, prepare for the hikes to come and all that stuff. So, you know, there wasn't on my part much processing. So yes, we proceeded to have a great day, but obviously there were things that I still needed to do to heal 
and, you know, start to process and forgive myself and just work with all those tools, right? Well, that night, (laughs) I woke up in the middle of the night with a panic feeling all over me. My extremities were raging with the most intense itching. It reminded me from how my whole journey to this work started, which was many years ago, when my liver was so angry, um, you know, I was diagnosed with drug-induced hepatitis. Yes, you heard that right. Um, I didn't think a minute about popping pills to take pain away, and long story short, um, my liver was so angry, and I had... uh, you know, my bilirubin levels were so high. I had extreme jaundice. The poisons were trying to get out of my body, which made me feel like I had ants all over my body at all times attacking me. Okay. And so it it activated that memory. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm itchy, itchy, itchy. Like, oh my gosh, like what, why? And then I had this like flashback memory of stirring in the middle of the night And hearing my husband, uh, you know, say like, um, something like the effing mosquitoes. Right. Um, and so I I had that, like, I was like mosquitoes. Okay. So it like jogged that, like, okay, it's mosquitoes. And at the same time he was uh, getting up early to go fishing and he's like, he confirmed yes, mosquitoes and encouraged me to get in the shower. And so he said that the motorhome door must have been left open uh, too much throughout the day and there was, you know, just hundreds of mosquitoes inside here. So upon inspecting my naked body, <laughs> I had at least, uh, not exaggerating here, 200 bites, if not more, covered my feet, every single toe with at least two bites each, all the tops of my feet, my knees, uh, which is crazy because I did have pajamas on. And I was, you know, I thought under covers, um, my shoulders, you know, my hands, my fingers, my elbows just covered in bites. And thank gosh, I had the sense before I left to pack some of those first aid essentials. You know, of course we were packing all of our, you know, daily supplements that we take, which is a lot, but then I was like, oh yeah, first I got to do the first aid stuff. Right. Um, so after I showered, I took about, you know, eight protease, uh, protease is an enzyme. And it's one of those enzymes that I strongly recommend to have for first aid because it's wonderful for when there is bites and or an allergic reaction. So yes, it breaks down protein, but it also helps break down that histamine response. So um, I also took, uh, I had cleavers on hand and uh, cleavers is part of my naturopathic program right now, but I also was using it strategically and in more frequent doses to help cleanse that lymphatic system, drinking chlorophyll, taking vitamin C. Um, I also tested my homeopathic kit to see if apis or ledum, those are the top two ones for bites, were, would be helpful, uh, which was interesting because neither of those tested strong for me, but that is something that I would often recommend. 
And then basil essential oil is like the ultimate go-to for these pesky bites, but I didn't have that on hand. I did uh, have tea tree though. So I used that and I started rolling that on my body. Oh my God, the, the itching was just so unbearable. I ran out and got some plantain, started chewing up plantain and plastering it on my body where uh, there was that cluster of bites. And uh, the plantain just worked so beautifully to help pull out those toxins and it's so soothing. I also made a plantain infusion that I soaked my feet in and uh, just to help um, because it again, it was just absolutely just unbearable. Um, and so all this is happening, right? And I'm, and I'm showing up to myself and I'm taking my stuff and I'm so thankful that I have my stuff. But I, here's what I know <laughs> to be truer than true. Uh, this type of thing doesn't just happen, okay? Not in my, not in my world. Uh, everything is an offering and life is so symbolic and there's so, uh, there's just so much um, that we have the ability to uh, interpret and understand and, uh, you know, see things from a larger perspective. There was a reason that they chose me for their feast and not my husband or my son. Sure, they, they got a couple of bites, but thankfully nothing like me. And, um, you know, my, my, my kiddo, he, you know, he normally doesn't sleep with even a blanket on him and he just sleeps in his, you know, underwear. So thankfully they did not choose them because I would not wish this on my worst enemy. Right. But, um, I knew this was so much bigger than just mosquito bites, right? Um, and when I do this work of, you know, making sense of things, uh, you know, it's not from a place of like my ego has to understand. Please don't, please don't think that. It's not like, oh, my ego needs to make sense of this. It's not that. It's like, why did I call this in? Like, why did I call this in? And there was likely a, a reason or multiple reasons that I was the one that raised my hand that said, please choose me. I love being a detective, not just from a naturopathic perspective, from but from a spiritual perspective too. I know that the universe I live in is friendly. I know that I'm not a victim, that I can call in some things that aren't pretty, and I know that it's happening for me, not to me. Medicine, my friends, doesn't always taste good. So let's pause for a moment real quick and just talk about resiliency because, because this is important. So if you've been following me for even a bit, you know that my platform is on resiliency when it comes to living. You know, genetics is only about 10%, which means we have 90% or more to influence our health and what we manifest into our lives. And that means we have the power over disease. We using through our choices, through our lifestyle, right? Through the thoughts that we think, through the way that we choose to live, all of those things. And when it comes to health, uh, on a physical plane, the terrain is everything, which means we are meant to live in our environment and we are meant to be able to get bit by a mosquito or a tick and overcome it. And you all on this journey with me also have the knowledge to take that a step further and turn to your natural remedies when in need to help your body in real healing. So yes, uh, some consider the female mosquito, which is, you know, uh, males don't bite, but the females do, to be one of the deadliest creatures on the planet. They are a vector and they carry diseases and parasites. This is true, but that doesn't have to be true for you. You have the power to change that story at any given moment. 
Now, I just uh, want to take another little detour because, you know, <laughs> I have just, you know, having this happen, I have really just spent some time, you know, getting acquainted with the mosquito. And, you know, having having this happened, I was thinking, I just wanted to like, you know, just take a moment and just sit with this energy of mosquito and like, just like understand, okay, I'm covered in these bites. And it's just all these things are popping up in my mind about what I have learned and understood about mosquitoes. And there was an article that I recently read and I just found it so fascinating. And it's on topic, but it's not. But I, I think it's just so important to share this with you because um, times are changing, okay? So not only are we dealing with mosquitoes, but now we're also dealing with genetically modified mosquitoes. Uh, the mosquito population has changed because laboratories have modified the mosquito, resulting in Franken mosquitoes. So you may have heard of this, okay? Uh, a British company uh, called Oxitec came up with this idea of genetically modifying male mosquitoes to help prevent the spread of disease. So here we go again, right? Messing with nature. The World Health Organization has asserted that interfering with the mosquito life cycle was the most effective strategy for stopping the transmission of mosquito-borne diseases, which is a bunch of SHIT, right? Because what is actually the most effective way to stop the transmission of mosquito-borne diseases? It's in our hands. It's back to our terrain, we have the power. We always have had the power. We are meant to be resilient. But anyway, in 2014, the WHO de defined genetically modified organisms to include plants, animals, and microorganisms whose DNA has been altered in a way that does not na occur naturally. And these mosquitoes were never meant to reproduce. The OX513A genetically modified male strain of mosquitoes created by this OxyTech and funded by our dear friends Melinda and Bill Gates, among other sponsors, were created with gene editing. Now, OxyTech's transgenic mosquitoes are not only able to reproduce, which they weren't supposed to remember, but their presence within the native population has created super mosquitoes that are more resilient than the ones that previously existed in nature. In fact, these mosquitoes have been found to enhance, to have enhanced insecticide resistance. So these mosquitoes are GMO'd and have been, uh, are considered super mosquitoes, which are like super bugs and super weeds. And it's because that we continue to mess with them, to mess with nature, and now they're more resilient. Um, and they're more dangerous to us, right? Because we're not dealing with this wild strand of mosquitoes, right? So these have been released in a number of places, and it's only a matter of time that we have them everywhere. And honestly, we might already have them everywhere. So I just want to put that out there. Like, these are the things that I'm thinking about as I'm like covered in these mosquito bites. Um, why do we keep messing with nature? Why do we keep thinking that we have to go mess with nature instead of actually offering our body radical healing, actually offering ourselves as human 
to be that much more resilient. Instead, we do the opposite and we make ourselves more toxic, which makes ourselves more, um, you know, uh, at risk of all these things. So anyway, um, I just can't stress enough. Like we as humans, even with this, even now we're dealing with genetically modified mosquitoes who are more resilient, blah, blah, blah. Um, we do have the power to adapt. We do have the power to be stronger, but we cannot do this from a toxic state. And we cannot do this uh, not only from a toxic state of body, but from a weak vibrational state. Okay. So, all right, (laughs) back to my story. So my body is blazing in bites and my mind is racing with thoughts, right? So thinking about all these things as I'm processing this and I remembered when my husband and I went on our honeymoon, so this was 12 years ago, and we went and got massages, and I was like, not at all, even remotely, in the place that I am right now, right? Like, so this is newbie Tanya uh, at this time, and my massage lady commented on one of my bug bites, and she said that wherever we get bit is an offering from, uh, you know, the vector um, or the insect for release. And so she was essentially um, alluding to that this was medicine for us, you know, where we get bit, we, we get an, a release in our body where we need it. So they kind of see where we're stagnant or where we're pooling toxicity. And then that bite is an offering to release it. I just found that so fascinating. And so, okay, so that thought kind of bubbles up and I was like, whoa, well, that's true. My lymphatic system certainly was communicating, um, you know, that was certainly something that was rumbling through my mind is like, I can't wait to move my body and just get my lymph system back to where uh, I like it to be. So perhaps my lymphatic system was really offering, really needing support, but I knew it was even bigger than that. So I started thinking about, you know, just naturopathically knowing that people who get bit more than uh, others by mosquitoes, they typically have a B vitamin or a potassium deficiency. So keep that in mind. So if you're someone who always gets bit or, you know, you're just doesn't matter, you know, how much of that natural citronella you put on, like you're just so prone to it, uh, consider that. Are, do you have a B vitamin deficiency or potassium deficiency? Now, just from a mineral perspective, a lot of people are mineral deficient, right? And B vitamin deficient. But I knew that that wasn't me. I am so good at drinking my water. I'm so good at mineralizing my water as well as I take a B vitamin complex and B12 every morning. So um, that didn't really resonate with me, but I wanted to put that in there uh, in case that is part of your story. You know, I used to get bit all the time by mosquitoes as a child. I used to feel like the weakest link, but as I've gotten deeper into this work, I definitely feel more resilient to my surroundings. Um, So then I started to think about, you know, is there a blood type correlation? You know, I'm a blood type B, my husband and son are both A, so maybe Bs are more prone to mosquito attacks. So it turns out that there is a blood type correlation and it's, it's a proven fact that people with blood type O actually attract more mosquitoes than others. So usually people, um, um, 
it's it's basically that the smell of an O blood type is stronger than A or B. And that is why mosquitoes get attracted to it. So I thought that was interesting. Okay, so none of us are O's. I'm not an O. B's and A's um, are, B's are in the middle. A's are the lesser to get bit. But O's, blood type O's, are more prone to mosquito bites. So anyway, I'd be curious to see if you're a blood type O and if that resonates with you. So that wasn't the case, right, in this situation because I got two A's and I'm a B. So, you know, I guess in the th- in that theory, <laughs> B's would be more um, of a stronger blood than the A's or AB. So, okay, a little bit, but it's not like I'm, a, I'm an O here. So then I started thinking about if being on my period... Uh, would have made a difference. And in fact, you know, blood release during periods absolutely have a peculiar smell that is very appealing to mosquitoes. Okay, that's really good to know. Um, and also in general, women who are ovulating and menstruating are at greater risk of mosquito bites than men or women who are in menopause. So I thought that was really interesting as well. So, okay, starting to like make sense of it physically, right? Is this why I was attacked and they weren't? Um, But then I started to think about it even deeper, right? Like thinking about the setup of that day, where my state of being was um, prior to that event. And so I pulled out my my book that goes with me everywhere, which is by Louise Hay, and it's called Heal Your Body. And I turned to the page about bug bites and the reason why we manifest this on a physical plane emotionally is having guilt over small things. Well, that would be a thousand percent accurate, right? Uh, felt guilt in a big way. So uh, my guilt was definitely strong. So that would have absolutely met the intensity of the bites, right? Um, I can certainly see, you know, 10 to 20 bites being guilt over small things, but I had this, you know, um, tenfold of that. And so I was definitely feeling guilty. And again, remember, I didn't have the time or take the time, I should say, to process the my lack of capacity, So, um, certainly feeling guilty about losing my shit. Um, I loved her affirmation. It's, um, I'm free of all irritations. I'm free of all irritations all as well. And again, remember like that whole capacity, uh, SHIT show happened because of all the irritations that I had, uh, dealt with or was feeling, uh, resentful about leading up to it. Like all that to-do list, right? So certainly resonating with me, okay? So I dug deeper. I want to know the spiritual aspect of it. And what? how did mosquitoes offer us uh, in terms of medicine from that spiritual higher truth perspective? And mosquitoes are symbolism in reminding us how unimportant and temporary things are, especially those things that irritate you. This spirit animal means that you can overcome all those small things. And it's also when this insect is a constant pest to you, then the mosquito meaning insists that you look at your environment both at work and at home. In other words, mosquito symbolism says you need to change something. So this resonated with me really big because 
I am at the point now where I'm really looking to create uh, more space in my life. And I get to do that, right? Like I am a co-creator and I get to do that. And so this absolutely you know, spoke to me from that craving and desire that I have and that symbolic of, yes, please lean into that. Please do that. Um, I also uh, came across this and it says, if a mosquito flies across your path, resist the urge to swat and kill it. They serve as a symbol of how trivial and temporary many things are, especially those things that irritate you. By pestering you, the tiny mosquito is showing you your own strength and willpower proving you can overcome small trials. So you guys, I always look for the magic, right? I always look to see what other ways that this offering can serve me. I lived my life for years being a victim, thinking, oh my gosh, poor me. I got attacked. Like, why did this happen to me? This just sucks. This just blows. Blah, 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 right? I find so much freedom finding the magic in it, finding the medicine in it and saying like, yes, like look at how supported I am. And this may be like, what to you, right? But like to me, this is my freedom. This is how I can get bit by things and say, no, that's pretty awesome that that happened because it was exactly what I needed. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I certainly think that there was physical aspects that made me more attractive to get bite, to get bit, you know, bays, B, B blood types are a little bit more, um, stronger blood than type A's. I was on my period. So that definitely would have made me more attractive, but even bigger, I was carrying that guilt that the mosquitoes offered me that invitation to have that emotional release And the spiritual offering to truly lean into where I am in my life right now and look at where my power leaks are, what I need to tighten up, and where I can create more space to allow for even greater joy, even greater bliss, and just keep expanding my capacity to work with these vibrations on a bigger scale. So again, when I see it from all these perspectives, it just offers that magic to my life instead of simply being this victim full of bites on my bodies. I see these bites as an offering and the more that I worked with the medicine of these mosquito bites, the faster my body healed. Truly. I mean, I overcame these bites. Yes, I was using my um, natural remedies, of course, but I overcame these bites in in really (laughs) accelerated time. Okay, you really shifted through this. What would have potentially lingered and could have been a full on emergency room visit for somebody really became uh, a non issue in, in a short amount of time, uh, given the intensity of it all. And so, uh, you know, our environment with these mosquitoes hasn't changed, right? I'm still in. Um, mosquito village, so to speak, but my resiliency to them has, you know, my cup is so full right now from all the time in nature, hiking, journaling, meditating by the beach, family time, soul time. I feel that resiliency beyond my physical plane 
and through my etheric field as if there is a shield around me. And this is what's available to us when we dig deeper and understand the medicine that we're being offered with immense gratitude. It's such a better place to live when you recognize that we're all here to work together, to go coexist in a state of harmony. You know, it's like nothing's out to get you, right? This isn't about survival of the fittest. This is about collaboration. So now having said all of this, right, I am also so grateful that I will be cleansing again this fall. I have cleansed my body at least twice a year from the past six years, and this fall I will be absolutely focusing on parasites. So remember, almost all people are hosts to parasites, and the four main pathways of being infected include from our food and water and also from vectors, right? Mosquitoes are a brilliant carrier of parasites, and fleas and houseflies and sandflies um, are all part of that vector um, umbrella, as well as sexual contact and through our nose and our skin. And also interesting, uh, the airplane can be considered another parasitic pathway or vector in its own right because of the extensive foreign travel that has exposed Americans to a whole gamut of exotic disease that we have never before encountered on this homeland. So we are all at risk, okay? Most of us have them. And doing parasite cleansing is crucial, crucial, crucial uh, to have optimal health. I was recently in a parasitology class. It was mind-blowing and fascinating. I loved every second of it. And we muscle tested each other for every single parasite known. And it was so powerful um, to see that my list was by far the shortest. And it was no coincidence because I was the only one who had been, uh, you know, intentionally parasite cleansing for the past six years. So this really spoke to me and the work that I've done to cleanse my body and to change my terrain and to not make me such a target to parasites, but also recognizing that I just got bit by 200 or so, like 200 or so bites on my body. And yeah, I need to uh, respect that and honor that and do some cleansing. And I also live with a dog and the dog is also on my bed. And the, you know, some of the stories that I heard about um, just, you know, how dogs and humans, you know, kind of share parasites, it was alarming. Yes, absolutely alarming. And if I was in a chronic state, I would certainly reconsider not having my dog in my home and or on my bed. But because I know um, that I do this work, that I make and create space for my family to do routine parasitic cleansing, including my dog, I feel okay with it, okay? But essentially, um, when you sleep with your dog or have your dog in, in your, in, you know, uh, with you, um, parasites can literally crawl from their butt into yours. Yes, I just said that. And that is, that is a fact. That is what can happen. And so it is so essential that we take time to do parasite cleansing. Uh, Halda Clark, bless her. She taught me so much about parasites, uh, but she traced all cancers back to parasites. She says cancers can easily be cured because they are parasite-induced disease. Kill the parasites and you will stop the cancer. Now, I do want to take a sacred pause and say this. I also believe that parasites work to serve us. When we are full of other toxins, they also create a buffer uh, between us and those other toxins. And so as we 
um, detox our bodies as we create space for cleansing, we are changing the need for them to um, come serve us. But in the midst of serving us, they also cause mass destruction. Uh, they can be, li- be linked to so much, including diarrhea, gas and bloating, IBS, joint and muscle aches and pains, anemia, allergies, skin conditions, nervousness, sleep disturbances, teeth grinding, chronic fatigue, immune dysfunction, and then we can get even more specific and say, you know, fibromyalgia, rheumatoid arthritis, enlarged lymph nodes, and asthma, breast lumps, diabetes, herpes, psoriasis, eczema, depression, uh, endometriosis, just to name a few, are all parasitic based. Okay, that doesn't mean that parasites are the only aspect, but they're certainly part of that root cause story. So I was reading, um, I love carrying around my oldie books. And so I was reading um, from Stanley um, Burroughs and he was talking about, he he said this, I'm just going to read it. He said, when we finally become sick of being sick, then we are ready to learn the truth and the truth shall set us free. Routine cleansing will prove that no one needs to live with diseases. Lifetime freedom from disease has become a reality that's available to us all. At last, a new field of healing has been brought to the world, and for those who would listen and believe a new knowledge will set them free from slavery (laughs) of false concepts. Healing is cleansing, and cleansing is healing. On that note, we have decided, how could I not, (laughs) given all the things that I've been immersed in the world of parasites lately, we will be opening the doors this fall to the cleansing circle, and we will be opening these door cerns, and you will absolutely want to be part of this group. The results are nothing short of mind-blowing, and this fall, of course, naturally, We will be honoring the mosquito medicine and the invitation is for all the women in the cleansing circle to kill and expel parasites. I'm adding on a new class, specifically speaking on ropeworms, which is a whole nother fascinating conversation. And many of the women in the group have already passed multiple ropeworms and other parasites and has radically changed their state of health. This truly is a work that helps set us free. So I invite you to get on the wait list now by going to the link in the show notes so you can be the first to know when the doors open back up this fall and get access to the special offer. So I can't wait to hear from you. I love hearing your aha moments from uh, these offerings. How does this speak to you? How does this help you start to take a deeper um a deeper understanding on these things, these things that you call into your life. Are they really a coincidence? Is there such a thing? Or is there a greater message and understanding available to you? What is the medicine that you have been calling in or that you have called in recently? So much love to you all. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello by joining me in our private Facebook group, Love Yourself Fiercely. 
Cheers to you for seeking truth and fiercely awakening.